Um, oh, yeah. We are on. <laughs> Bam, we're live. Are we live? Testing. <laughs> that was actually... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to take Savon's entry, so I'll come up with something else a bit more witty. You don't want my Britney Spears entry? <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, I could, I could do that. Go again. Just do it one more one more one more time. One more time. So if everyone ha- bitch. if everyone hasn't already noticed, we've severely upgraded the podcasting system a little bit. <laughs> Firstly, you need to let us know if it sounds like shit. But there's a whole bunch of colours here. And I think it only works with my mic. I've got to just figure out how to work it with your mic. But check this out. This could be good if you don't know (laughs) or if you don't want the people to know who's talking. You can just talk like this. That's the the exact one from a current affair when you are talking to a suspect. Is that um, Jabba the Hutt? (laughs) No. I also have the pitch up, so I'm just talking normally, but that's my voice now. <laughs> I could be a monster. I could be a monster. <laughs> I can be a small robot. I can be a large robot. Oh. Or I can just have a megaphone. You just rule. Oh, the races. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> all right. So I think that's fun for about three seconds, and then it gets really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. But you can um, you can upload shit into that, so you can just press the button and it can like loop or record or put whatever you want on there. So they're just stock standard, but pretty cool. Very fancy. It's way more fancy than anything we've had before. Yes, I also feel like there's going to be a few teething problems, so I hope nothing clips or anything. Um, <laughs> and if you're always like tapping the mic, you're going to like pick that up because it's it's fairly sensitive as well. In other words, get your hands away from the front. I don't know what mic. to do yeah. with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> So we got Felice and Rian. <laughs> Hello. Hey. You're the ring in because we can't bring Liam in. Sorry. Liam is <laughs> otherwise occupied. So Felice, how's the beard going? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of rude, but, you know, it's coming along nicely. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> ready, ready for the snow. She's still got a full head of hair, though. Keep my neck warm. So I just wanted to do a quick little chat meetup podcast thing just to one get familiar with the equipment and two um we're going away soon so uh there'll be nothing for the next two weeks so at least firstly the upgrade this is the road caster 2 pro because i don't do anything in halves i've got to like get fucking everything but also i only like it because of the colored buttons you know if i had seen that and it had colored buttons i would have bought it too (laughs) do you reckon that's like a, a bad trait to have when you're like you see something and you've got to get like the best of something? Um, Not at all. Quality over quantity, Greg. We've always been about that. Me and Felice will Mm -hmm. argue that point very, very strongly. I'm a yes girl. I'm a yes girl too. (laughs) (laughs) If you come to me and if you go, listen, okay, I really want to get these like $400 pair of shoes, but there's also like the, I'm like, get the $400 pair all the way. Don't skimp out. Nobody needs that just gonna break well the, the problem is like my hobby is photography and all this shit so, so there is expensive. there is no 400 anything 
It's like the second camera that I wanted to buy to replace this one, just so I didn't have to get up and stop it and restart it every oh, 30 everything. minutes, is like six grand. Yeah, cool. Oh, that's cute. I mean, whatever, if you love it. Yeah, anyway, I'd, I'm liking it at the moment. It's very good. It's also like how many uses for the expense yeah. you get. You can also like potentially buy it secondhand from Marketplace, but you don't know how it's used. And um, I just don't, I just like to rip off the the plastic off the yeah, LCD oh, yeah. screen. Okay. So um, I actually put my podcast stuff up on uh, Marketplace and wow, we did it go quickly. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like um, if you need to sell it and get your money back, you'll be okay. <laughs> it's fine. Side note, if anyone of you piss me off, I can just mute you. Okay, cool. <laughs> so don't fuck with Greg. Um, so this is my question that I was going to ask both of you. And I know this kind of gets thrown out all the time. And I've probably been a bit of a, um, a critic of this as well, where you just ask people generally, hey, how's your training going? Mm. And then it's like you walk away without actually hearing the whole fucking story. Spiel. Um, it's almost like when you go through a drive through or something and they're like, hey, how are you going? And before you even answer, they're like, what do you want? Yeah. Like... <laughs> So I feel like we get into that habit of lot where we're in the gym and it's just like, hey, how's your training going? Anyway, so blah, 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 mine's going fine. And then he's like, you know, definitely being in the industry for so long, you realize that athletes love to fucking talk about themselves a lot. Definitely. But I thought we could start the, the, the podcast off with just like five minutes of each. Mm. If you wanted to just give us a rundown. I think it's good to verbalize it as well, like how your training is actually going and whether people care or not is irrelevant, really. I'm just going to tell you and you guys are going to have to listen. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to talk at you until you walk away from me. Long time no Social see. queuing is not a thing. <laughs> Members oh, in the background, in? guys. Love me. <laughs> oh, that's great. He's asking how, how his training's oh, going. Go <laughs> and actually, just, anyway, we've got a podcast to do. <laughs> so, let's start with Felice. Go. How's your training going? You've oh. got five minutes, by the way. That's a long time to listen about my training. Three to five. All right. Well, it's actually really great. Um, lucky for me, I have a training buddy most of the time, which always helps <laughs> because otherwise I'd probably do sweet fuck all. Ooh. You're you? allowed to swear. It's okay. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm in um, trouble. Yeah. I'm in trouble. So yeah, that always helps. Obviously I'm not doing much with my shoulder other than rehab, which is pretty boring, but like most of, I'm following like the program as much as I can. I just modify everything. So it's pretty sweet. What's the ETA on the shoulder? Uh, that's a good question, but we're only like seven weeks post. And for anyone that doesn't know, what is going on with the shoulder? Oh, I dislocated my shoulder. It was super cute. <laughs> it's a really fun injury to do. I'm quite mobile up top, unfortunately, so it just yeeted out of the joint. Yeeted? Um, yeeted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put the <laughs> do the sound thing. Do the sound thing. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! Wait, <laughs> what? What for me? Just play it back. You have to record it and then play it back. Oh. No, I don't have to record it. It only comes through my mic. When I hit that button, it just goes like that. Oh. But it doesn't work for you. That was. So it can. I just got to figure out how to do it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's Keep my favorite. <laughs> so yeah, um, rehab for me is largely proprioceptive, which means like learning about where the fuck my shoulder is while it's in space, essentially, because that's where my stability is going to come from. 
Yeah. yeah interesting. Okay. So um, interested, aren't you, Greg? So how's the legs after doing not much upper body stuff? I don't know stuff? if you've seen them, but they're pretty huge and I'm here for it. They're thick. Thick. Can you do wall balls? Um, no. no. One-armed? Not really. Okay. <laughs> right. so I, can, I can hold like a kilo weight above my head. Okay. So this could be interesting as well for anyone that may have a shoulder issue. What are you doing to modify today's workout? Um, let me just... So today's workout yep. is five rounds for time, 20 pull-ups, seven push jerks, and a 200-meter run. Four? So... Are we doing a 400-meter run. Okay. Felt, I, like, I was like 200. <laughs> fuck yeah, I read it wrong. It felt like 200. <laughs> okay, so pull-ups for me, I'm doing ring rows. Oh, that's good. You can um, still use your upper body. Yeah. Um, they're just like not right under the ring, but that's fine. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, and then what was the other movement? Push jerks? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for that, I'll probably just do, like, a floor press or something. Some sort of bench. Yeah, sub. like a bench. That's pretty upper body, though. Yeah, it's just, like, not above head. And oh, you okay. can't do, yeah. like, the... So, I can't, yeah, for me, like, I don't... Because I've dislocated, it pulls down yeah. and forward. Yeah. So, anything where, like, weight's pulling me down is what I want to avoid. Mm. So, I'm not letting, like, my shoulder fully protract forward, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So, even with my ring rows, I keep a slight bend. Yeah. yeah. Just to like retract my shoulder. Yeah, blade a that's bit. good. Um, so deadlifts are fine because you're like. Mm. We tested that last yeah. week. It wasn't awesome. No. So I like I couldn't go heavy. What about dumbbells? Because you can kind of like. Yeah. So I'm doing them. like bent over rows and stuff, but yeah. like dumbbell work. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Because yeah. like if you, you think can about keep more control in that yeah. position. Yeah. So and also like um, when you squeeze in tight with like you know, your lats and everything with deadlifts or any sort of row work. Mm. I don't want to, like, compress too much because I've still got that yeah. fracture. Yeah. So that's just, like, compressing on something that's a bit irritable. So, yeah, yeah that's the main thing. By God, do you know any good physios? Ah, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> just upstairs for anyone. Yeah. We'll talk about that Notice. later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the boys. <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> oh. Um... How's your training going? Me? Mine is, um, it's good. I obviously took that holiday and uh, I didn't do anything while I was on holidays. Um, I don't, didn't even set foot in a gym. So I was not inactive. I was active my whole holiday, but I just literally didn't do any weights or anything like that. Um, so my plan was always coming back just to kind of ease myself back into it. Uh, I've scaled a lot of workouts what's it been like two weeks now uh, three weeks nearly three weeks yeah nearly nearly three four weeks um and i would say that maybe i'm only i'm still not rxing everything there are still some things that i'm just like slowly bringing myself back into or like it might be you know i'll pick two workouts a week and i'll rx them and the rest i'll adjust accordingly or um i've just been really prioritizing the strength work as well and like the extra gymnastic strength stuff because i mean not i mean i've been doing everything i've been doing whatever is on the program really but i just am being sensible with weights and like for example my back squats didn't feel awesome when i came back i just kind of felt really disengaged and a bit floppy through my torso so I just made the decision to safety bar squat for the next few weeks until I just get a little bit of that control and um, strength back and feel good in my body so 
compared to your first couple of days back, how do you think you've progressed? I would say that I am probably back to about 80% capacity. I was probably like 50% yeah. when I came back. I'd say I'm about back to 80%. That's pretty good. Yeah. I still feel like I, like it's in the Metcons. I'm like breathing really hard. I can still do everything, but I'm breathing really hard and yeah. I feel like I fatigue a lot quicker. Yeah. So my, like my conditioning and my capacity is just a little bit lower still. Um, but that'll come back in a few weeks. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, that's good. Sometimes it feels like it's never going to come back. Mm. I remember when I was sick, it was like, that's it. Like, I'm over. <laughs> I'm done with. Yeah. I'll just start something else now. This is how I die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is how I die. I oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm dead. Um, yeah, so I've, that, I think, like, I mean, I've had enough. I've had enough injuries, I've had enough stuff happen, I've had been sick enough to know that it all kind of comes back eventually. It just, yep. the worst thing you can do is try and rush it though. I, I think I just go by, I listen to my body and how it feels and I just do what I can and do it to the best of my ability. That's good, very smart. Mm -hmm. I like that. What about your training, Greg? Uh, what about my training? Um, I definitely don't do everything that's on the program. I'll probably do the class, and one of the extra work pieces, either the ducks weightlifting, which I did today, mm -hmm. um, which is Thursday's yeah. one that's supposed to be. Yep. Yeah. So I did the push jerks um, and then just the workout. And I was toying with um, potentially doing the gymnastic stuff as well, but my elbows have been a little bit achy. It usually happens around this time every year, you know, when it's cold and interesting. It's not even like that cold, but like <laughs> just getting into that front rack position was even like a little bit gross for the first couple of sets. But um, no, I had to race home and get all this shit set up. And then with the child, I'm just I'm super happy with like 70 minutes. Yeah. Like even that's like that's good. Sometimes it's just like get in, do the warm up, do the do the class. And then that'll be me done. But if I can push really hard, then I feel like I'm not uh, I'm not in that mindset where I'm like that wasn't enough. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you feel like you're get, like getting enough of a training? I'm stimulus? getting more than enough. Yeah, I feel like if I'm like, all right, I've got to do B, C, D, and E after the workout, then I may not attack the workout as hard. Mm. So I find that if I'm like, this is just gonna be me for the day. I'm just gonna do the workout and the class then I'll probably go relatively aggressively. Yeah. See, I feel like I've been the opposite where I'll like moderate all of my workouts, but I'm like prioritizing pushing intensity on the strength pieces because that's where I feel like I need to come back in, you know? So Yeah. So building like the intensity might be a bit lower, but you're building a bit more volume. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm the opposite. I don't really have the time for the volume. So yeah. I'm just like putting it in, working yeah. hard and then stepping back. Yeah, that's um, also like 70 minutes. You can get a lot of volume in that time anyway. Dude. Enough to maintain I don't, I don't like need 70 minutes, have. but <laughs> and if I'm doing it outside the class, it's like 70 minutes. If I'm doing it inside the class, it's 50 minutes. Yeah. It's funny though, because like everyone's like, how long do you train? And I'm like, oh, well, how long does it take me to do my actual yeah. training? Not long. <laughs> how long do I take? Long. Because yeah. I fuck around. Yeah. And that's sometimes not good, you know? It's, it's good if you're in enjoying it and you're having fun yeah. and you're with someone that you en enjoy but if you're not having a great time and you and it takes two hours it's eventually gonna 
bite you in the ass and you'll be like, why am I doing this? You know, it's taking so fucking long and I'm not even enjoying it. But if you're enjoying yeah. it, why not have half of the day, you know? Like go home, have a little nap or get some food, come back in and keep having fun. But for most people, it's not that fun. Yeah, I was about to say, we always have fun though, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you'd probably still get the same amount done as what I get done in about two and a half hours. In 70 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we just, yeah. we faff, but not in a bad way, just because you got your, your friend there and you're just talking shit. Um, but also, like, I think that I could get everything that I do done within, like, at least, yeah. at the very least, at the very most, 90 minutes, yeah. if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, today's workout was pretty cool. It... Um, got to like highlight that the importance of that expensive warm-up that I've been talking about, you know, mm. like just jacking your heart rate. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that yesterday when we did the, um, uh, the down rows. under, down um, under qualifier. qualifier yeah. It was handstand push up, shuttle runs. And I'm like, I love both these movements and I pussied out on my <laughs> warm up a little bit. Like I just half asked my warm up, yeah. being like, I got these movements. These are like in my wheelhouse. And even just the bending over to touch the ground after every shuttle run yeah. was excruciating on my back. Yeah. I should have warmed up 10 times better. I should have been like sweating before I even started the workout. I should have like lengthened my hamstrings a little bit. I should have done more running beforehand. And the turning and the touching the ground every single time was like destroying my back. And then yeah. I got upside down and I pressed and I might have like arched a little bit. And then I was like, oh man, I'm just grinding at the end now where I really should have warmed up better. So I tried to warm up a little bit better today. Did it make a difference? It made a big difference. Well, there you go. It do really you, does. Do you like the actual movements that you're going to do in the workout? Like as your warm-ups? Like do you do like well, some yes sort of handstand? Well, yesterday it was like I did a few of these ones. <laughs> <laughs> and then That's like helpful for people that can't see. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, yeah. Greg I'm, was I'm swinging his arms. I'm swinging my arms. I did a few of these ones and then I like – I kicked upside down and did like a handstand hold and then one handstand push up and I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> I was like, because uh, it started with 30 shuttle runs and I'm like, <coughs> sorry. It started with 30 shuttle runs and I'm like, that's a great warm up. Mm. But, Is it? <laughs> well, Is it a great warm up for your shuttle runs? What about your handstands? What about your shoulders? Just really pumping it well, in the run. Funnily enough, the <laughs> handstand push ups weren't that bad and they were like unbroken almost the whole time. But the, the shuttle runs fucking floored me. Yeah. And Just how far was the shuttle run? It was 30, <coughs> it was 15 up and back. So it was 37 and a half metres. Seven and a half metres up, seven and a half metres back, 15 times. Was that the distance in the open? Three rounds, yep. Yeah. yeah right. Anyway, um, so it's important to learn your lesson sometimes. Yeah. Warm up better. So I mean, I feel like I am too old now that if I don't do some sort of activation for my body that... And I don't mean old, I'm not old, I know I'm not old, but like my knees, everything needs attention at some point. If I don't do some sort of like stretching and then some sort of activation, if I don't, I couldn't go in cold. No. I can't go in cold anymore. Yeah. There are times where I'll spend 20 minutes warming up and then other times I'm just like, baby's crying, I've got to get out of here at a certain time, um, blah, blah, blah. So I just like, you know, whatever. And I think like having done fitness for such a long time, you can do that from time to time. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like, I've got to activate every single muscle in my no. body. <laughs> but, you know, some like activate. It, it just proves that you can do that. It's just not ideal, especially for movements that can like, you know, stress your back out, especially. Like I was yeah. about to say, how do you reckon like 
having the having the kid Emerson. How do you reckon having Emerson has made changes to your training or your attitude towards training? Uh, I I've I've found that I definitely have something else on my mind when I'm warming up or training. Like always, like looking over, making sure she's not crying, and it's it's not even much Emerson. It's like, is Anne okay? She's like running the coffee shop, and then Beethoven's there, and Emerson's there, yeah. and it's kind of like if I hear her like just starting to cry a little bit, it's always in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, I'll either like speed up and finish this workout off so I can grab her, and then all of a sudden <coughs> my my cool down gets diminished or my warm ups is like rushed. <clears throat> That's not all the time. Honestly, the best times I train is just when I do the class. It's usually Tuesday nights with your class, mm. um, sometimes Thursday nights as well, and I'll just like jump in and do the class, and she's fine at nighttime for some reason, and there might be another kid there, and it's like I don't even have to think about it. But in the morning, it, I find it a little bit more challenging. But yeah, I feel like at nighttime time she's... It's just excuse. I still train. And yeah. I feel like at nighttime, whenever she's there on a Tuesday or a Thursday, she's like... like just <laughs> Rushing like, it. She's just loving it. Yeah. Um... We were going to announce oh, the yeah. Ducks Weightlifting in-house competition. We are going to have an official QWA registered Olympic weightlifting competition in the gym. Um, anybody can do it. You don't have to be registered with QWA, but if you are registered uh, and you would like to qualify for something like states or you would like to just, I don't know, have a little bit of practice at weightlifting and do some competitions. Um, then the 23rd of September. Yep, 23rd of September. It's so that'll Saturday. be Saturday. Yep. Um, and yeah, we're going to have it here at the gym. So nice and safe space. You know, we don't have to go anywhere or do anything big and scary. We've already got a few people that have registered for it or that are, you know, shown their interest in actually doing it. So. I would like to just invite everybody, even if you've never done a weightlifting competition before, even if you're not really sure about weightlifting or just to experience what it's like and even be able to, I don't know, put yourself out of your comfort zone and just challenge yourself in that kind of area. But the fact that it's at your gym... Is so much nicer. So much better for your so first much nicer. Um, and I think like even, you know... Like for me, when I did my first competition, I was not in my gym. I was not. I was in a different state, and it was just a lot. It felt. It was so nerve wracking. Wracking. But I feel like if I was here at Ducks, and I was just, I would be like, yeah. oh, you're let's in a nice go. safe space, which How is good. your normal yeah. environment. And people tend to forget as well. Like when we do the classes, and they're like, they're down the leaderboard because they lifted like 50 kilos. But then there's like weight classes in, in weightlifting as well. So there you'll is. be in your own weight class. You're not like competing against... Someone 20 kilos heavier than exactly. you. Exactly. So yep. what other weight classes do you know off the top of your head? Oh, okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it starts at, for women, 49. Uh, sorry, 45, 49, 53, 59. And then 64, 71, 76, 81, 81 plus for women... Oh, I, I couldn't tell you men's off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah. I know 96 is one because that's what they're roughly like five to Liam seven is. kilos apart. Yes. Ish. Ish. Yep. Um, I would probably suggest not starving yourself. <laughs> no. Or jumping up. Just like go at your natural. Body weight. Yeah. No cutting. No, this absolutely. is not the time to do that. You only cut when it's absolutely necessary for you to qualify for something. Other than that, I would 
80% of the year just lift at whatever my body weight is. Yeah. So unless I needed to get a qualifying total for nationals or something like that, I wouldn't cut. So you could find that there's only like three or four people in your division. Correct. Theoretically. Maybe. Um, but it's definitely not worth losing four kilos for and then you underperform, but you're like, you know, you drop down a, a weight class. Um, so... We're going to have it downstairs. There's mm. going to be official judges. We're mm -hmm. going to run the Sinclair comp, um, Sinclair total. Is that uh, the Sinclair? You'll you'll get a Sinclair ranking, yeah. Yep. Um, and might do some medals. Yeah. I um, mean, definitely. Whatever we want to do, we can do that. But I think the the, like, one of the main things is that it's like, especially even for the compete guys, to come in and do a weightlifting competition is, I would say, something that you should all try and do because there's nothing more nerve-wracking than having to do, you know, one to three lifts. That's all you've got. Imagine if you're on a competition floor, you know, those yeah. circumstances are exactly the same. Um, the rules are a little bit more strict in weightlifting. There will be no press outs. Yeah. Um, you will get red <laughs> flagged. Um, but it's a good opportunity to practice being able to perform in those high pressure 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 situations yeah yeah which will carry over to other other things as yeah. well yeah um that's that's gonna be um really fun so we're thinking maybe start like mid-morning and it should take like four or it just depends hours. on how yeah it depends on how many people we have register if we get 10 people it probably won't take that long you just probably do uh, you know, like a, a females and a males, you'll still be like ranked in your body weight class, but it'll just be like, you know, say we've got five females, they're all different weights, but, you know, we go just lightest to heaviest in lifts. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to need some volunteers. Support. Yeah, we need some support. Um, we need at least three people for weight changes. Yes, we need three people to be able to change the barbell. Um, we need maybe... Potentially one person that would like to work the computer, um, yes. which we can show you how to do. We can yep. teach. It's really, it's not that hard. You just input some numbers and stuff like that. Yep. But also you would introduce. Like every, an MC. Yeah, an MC. So you introduce everybody that comes out. Um, and then we need anybody that would be interested in learning how to warm someone up. Mm. That would be fun. It's also not that hard. Um, uh, and I can show you, I learned it, I think, in about five minutes. Um, so, and I'll obviously be there. I'll be there helping everybody. So, it so won't by matter. warming up, you kind of mean like telling them when they're going to be on and making sure that they're hitting a set every couple minutes, so they're prepped for that first lift. Yeah, not well, like if doing, I'm doing a few of these ones, <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> if I'm going out on, if I'm semi-kidding. <laughs> How did you get that? How did you get? Did he you say it? Oh, that was him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. He's like, here's one I prepared earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so say if I'm going out, like I'm snatching 70 kilos. That's my first lift. I've read because you have to put down your opening attempts when you put because we'll have to weigh you in. So when you weigh in, you have to do your opening attempts. Mm. Your opening attempt minus 70 kilos. When I go out, I can't just like do a couple lifts out the back and then go open on 70 kilos. The way that it is done is that you have 10 minutes and then you have presentation where we'll introduce everybody and then we have another 10 minutes before the session starts and then in let's say I'm the last lifter so there's eight people lifting before me. That's what's eight times three? 24. 24. So there's 24 lifts before I go out 
plus the 10 minutes after presentation. So I have 34 minutes before I go out for my first lift. So I don't want to warm up too early and go and like... I don't want to uh, warm up too early and then, you know, be at 70 kilos and still have 24 minutes left. But I also don't want to only have done 35 kilos by the time I have to go out for my first lift. So we actually just time it how, like, I go minutes, like I go every two minutes basically uh, before the session starts and then every two lifts as the session starts, I get somebody to hit a weight. Yeah. And so we just, I will, you know, I'll write everybody's weights. I'll calculate it backwards. It's very easy. Yeah. You have like a board, you count all your, it's, it and sounds it would, confusing, it, but it's it, not. It would probably be easier for our in-house comp than it would be at some of the Correct. things that I've seen where it's like you nominate a weight and then it's not actually your starting weight and oh you're just like God. toying with all the competitors. Yeah. Like I, like I said in the last podcast, it was a lot way more confusing when it's very highly competitive, but for a local competition, most people tend to follow themselves. Um, yeah. if not, there might and be is one it or like two, two minutes. You get, so you, once you, your name has been called and they're like, okay, go, you get um, a minute. And then if you have to follow yourself, you get two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and who are the people that you would suggest doing something like this? Anybody that comes to Ducks Weightlifting regularly that has been there, you know, coming from the beginning, 100% do this competition. But also anybody that wants to just see what it's like. Yeah. It's this is a great opportunity. It is like a safe space. It's you yeah, know we kind of planned it to hopefully ride off the high from this competition that we did as yeah. well. So yeah. um yeah, it'd be really good. What what would you suggest people sort of like think about numbers wise as to like what they would hit? Like let's say their PB snatch is sixty kilos. Would they be trying to hit that on their second or their third attempt? Or do you reckon being their first comp, they shouldn't even be going for a one rep max? Or like, how would you address that conversation with someone? Um, what to know, what to let hit? me put it this way. I've never hit something on the platform that I haven't hit in the gym. So I wouldn't go out. So you're not going for broke or going for like an unknown on the, no. on the platform? Basically, the rule of thumb is is go out on something that you know you can hit for your first lift. So my 1RM is 80 kilos. I know that pretty much any day of the week I could hit 72 kilos. So my opener regularly is 72 kilos. And then I normally either go 72, 76 and try for 80. That's something that I would recommend. But that also takes a lot of practice. It's really hard to go out under a lot of pressure, nerves, new environment and yeah. try and match your 1RM, especially when there are rules like no press out, you know, yeah. all those kinds of things to consider. For your first competition, pick three lifts you feel really comfortable with, go out and nail them. Yeah. Th that's really it, you know? Yeah, six from six, if it's like your, your first ever comp, you should six be from aiming six for six, is from six. Yeah, six from six is like a good place to be. You know, I, I, you don't, it's more about building confidence when you're out on the platform so that you can continue to grow on that and develop that. Yep. I, I've actually got some beers left over from the competition on the weekend. Oh yeah. Which I did want to touch on as well, but maybe we can save that for another day. Um, but <laughs> we have plenty of beers left over, so I'll bring them. Beers? 
Awesome. It's just supposed to be a really fun day. Yeah. Um, and a lot of us haven't either been to a weightlifting comp or done a weightlifting comp, but um, it's basically like a UFC event, right? Where you go out in your underwear and you've got to like fucking you I know, mean, get you weighed can. in and you're like you're <laughs> face to face with your competitors. And so you actually don't come shelf. out in your underwear. Greg. No, I don't need to see Greg <laughs> in his underwear. But you actually can't get weighed in in your underwear anymore. You have to be in your lifting suit. Oh. It is now no longer allowed. Um, because apparently men can have less fabric than women because we have to wear bras and it was like... Just wear what you're wearing on the platform. Literally. Shoes? Just wear... No, no shoes, barefoot, just your clothing. Right. Just And you don't have to wear a lifting suit. Uh, that is not a prerequisite for local competitions. If you have one or you would like to get one, by all means, definitely wear one. I would love to see that. Are there um, any um, rules around knee sleeves, belts... Um, yeah. Obviously, no straps. Yeah. No lifting straps. You can have wrist wraps. You can have knee sleeves. They can't be over a certain I think it's thickness seven. and height. Yeah. They can't be over seven mil and they can't be like a certain height. I don't know what the exact centimeters are. Um, no knee wraps. No knee. No, you can have knee wraps. They just can't be a certain thickness. Uh, okay. Yeah. You can't have like the powerlifting wraps. Like, right. I wish. I'll be out in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> You pass out before you go to the platform. And then belts. Um, there's like a certain width that yep. you can't. You can only have like, yeah. So I don't think anyone the in the gym has a super. No. Anyway. It can't, no power lifting. You know, like the thick leather ones with like the full clip in. Yeah, you can't yeah, wear yeah. them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. That's going to be really fun. Yeah. Um, so anyway, how do they sign up to that? Um, so we, uh, I'm just waiting for it to be registered in QWA. And as soon as we have that link, I will share the link with you guys. Um, and you can go through and register. Uh, if you uh, aren't sure, though, just hit me up and I'll show you how to do it. Yeah, strongly suggest. Yeah. So we've got Felice in the house. She is the resident physiotherapist. <laughs> don't, don't ever do that again. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to give me a cute voiceover. Yeah, I, I, I've got to figure that out. So disappointed. Um, so can you give us a quick... Rundown. If anyone doesn't actually know your your history, your education, and um, why you got into physiotherapy, oh, um, well, I got into physio because I like science. I'm a bit of a nerd, and I love sport in school. Um, and I went to UQ at the start, and then I moved to Griffith. So that was five years at uni, and then I worked in hospital for about six years and private practice combined. And then private that? practice from there. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really good. Like, yeah. I think hospital is really nice because you actually get this, like, well-rounded overview of health and chronic morbidity also. Yeah. Um, so, like, you see chronic, condi like, conditions. She's hitting oh, the desk and it's like... Yeah, you can hear that Oh, I can't. It's like... Bangles and oh really? It's I like can't the tarot card reader. Oh. <laughs> I'm not in. Oh, I am in purple. <laughs> Still in my head. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I think hospital is really good because then you see this like how certain conditions interplay with one another and like if someone has a condition, how that's going going to be affected by exercise or like how they will respond like from a physiology kind of perspective. Mm. So that's I think it's really good in hospital, but. Again, it's not my really cup of tea. I like sports and I like... So you've worked with some musk. sports teams? Yeah. So I've done a bit of rugby mainly. Um, There's no injuries in rugby. Yeah. No, it's it's really Super safe. Super safe. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot of shoulders, a lot of <laughs> knees, a mm -hmm. lot of necks, mm. ooh, collarbones. 
ACs. Yeah, anyway. What's your thought on the stuff. iron neck? Have you seen that? Yeah, I actually really like that. Yeah. Um, so basically the iron neck would be like almost a cable loaded or has it got a little weight in it that rotates mm. around? It's like yeah. a helmet. Dude, Matt has like with a, like a little UFO a around weight, it. But it's got that thing, so you just turn and then you pull the weight out. So the, the Matt has Matt has it. He has one of the things that you Does put he? on and you clip onto your chin and you touch it. Yeah, yeah. And then you, turn you look stuff. like a fuckhead. <laughs> well, it reminds me of Back to the Future. You know, Doc. <laughs> yeah. Where he puts that thing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt does it for jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah no, very yeah. good for jiu-jitsu. So that and like NASCAR drivers, mm. rugby players yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely should be doing that Interesting. stuff. Interesting. Even soccer players for like heading ball. So I've done oh, a bit yeah. of soccer. I do a little bit for the Toowoomba team as well still. What are the main things that you'd see in a CrossFit gym that you've been dealing with with our members? Mm. Or it actually just place? varies, to be honest. Like there's ankles acutely sometimes, but mm. that's not always like CrossFit related either. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of backs, a lot of hip. There's a lot of stuff going on with like squat um, pain, like with hips or yep. knees, yep. which I always love to treat because I have suffered that for years. Um, but yeah, shoulders and necks would also be. Yeah. Is there something that you think that you could do to prevent Oops. any type of injuries? Oh, yeah. Sorry. You good? Yeah. Um, is there anything that you've sort of like come across in the last couple of years that you found that just helps prevent injuries? Like things that you could just do on a daily basis or a weekly basis that's less like, I know this will help me even though I don't have the symptoms of this injury right now. You know, like yeah. scat push-ups 100%. or whatever or hollow rocks. or Is there anything that yeah. you would suggest people do a little bit more often? So especially in crossfit like a lot of this stuff is power based or speed based we're doing everything like volume fairly quickly sorry <laughs> you is it that no you rock the desk oh. and it like <laughs> gotta stop using my hands um so like with with that comes a lot of you need to have the underlying strength and like for how often you're doing it you need to have the strength for the volume that's going on with crossfit mm. so a lot of the like a lot of the injuries that we see here is people kind of doing too much too soon whether they're just not conditioned for it or they've gone away for a few weeks and they've come back kind of hitting the same numbers or doing the same volume that they were used to two months ago or a month ago for example me yeah and why I didn't do any of this so things. you've adapted your training yeah. really well because you know you don't want to I don't want to do that do that but yeah. I've done it before but it's so easy to get into the habit of just being like sick I know I can hit 120 with my squat but I've gone away for four weeks and I'm going to come back and try a 1RM just because it's programmed. Like, mm. you've just got to be smart about that kind of thing. I think, so, like, on that note, like, everybody's always like, oh, what's your 1RM? My, my 1RM for things changes depending yeah. on what I'm doing. I, what's the heaviest I've ever done? I can tell you what that is. Yeah. But like, and what does it matter? A working 1RM, yeah. but a working 1RM or a current 1RM is yeah, something. Was that from six years ago yeah. when you were like, <laughs> when you, you were... know, you didn't have a baby yeah. and you were yeah. sleeping well? well that's why and... I say like lifetime PR yeah. is this. Yeah. But like I don't go off that number anymore. No. But what like have it... you hit in the past three months, six months? Three to six months. And I think six months is even pushing it. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, keep anyway. going. Um, but yeah, like in terms of injury, like. Staying strong is a really nice way to go. Um, but it's just like, like I say, the power and the speed stuff is what people get caught on. So if you can't do a movement and like do it pain-free just in the strict version of it, then why are you going to yeah. add speed and power to exactly. it? Because that so a little bit more um, 
of a realistic realistic example are you saying like do more strict pull-ups no kipping pull-ups or rather than squat snatch why don't you just try a deadlift and a shoulder press like well or, or an overhead squat yeah um not that saying that they have to do that all the time especially if you don't have pain but i'm saying you know once every month if you can do a couple of like strict overhead squats and do that pretty well like mm. that's great Mm. you know and if you're not getting any pain with that then continue but it's and kind of yeah i guess there's a lot of room for error if you're you know say doing a squat snatch even if it's like 70 percent or 60 percent mm. it's like if you're out by a centimeter yeah. you're putting more stress on your shoulders right yeah so you need to be perfectly accurate in order to stack them bones on top of each other whereas if you just take it from the rack push it up Go nice and slow, spread your yeah. knees out and just go in that full range of motion slowly. You're saying that's more right. appropriate to build some strength before you go ahead and throw and catch yeah, the weight. Yeah, absolutely. So like for me, my snatch is like I have the worst thoracic mobility, but I've got wild shoulder and hypermobile elbows. elbows. So like for me, it's the position of the snatch and also I've got hip stuff. So like getting down to that straight away is going to take me a good half hour to warm up. And part of my warm up is going to be just overhead squatting nice and slow. Well, you used to, when we were doing lifting before, she would like power and then overhead squat with yeah. the lighter weights, yeah. build herself into, you know, she's. So like someone with like hip pain, for instance, and they've got snatches on the program and they don't like hitting a really low squat. Then for me, like I say, I was doing powers. So I was receiving high. And I'd slowly ride it down yep. because my tendons Under wouldn't control. get cranky. Yeah. yeah, they're not. You're not bouncing. I out think of all line. our coaches do that really well. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been doing clean and jerk complexes and stuff. But when I see someone new come in, it's not. You're not doing a three position snatch today. They don't even know what that is. You're <laughs> you're doing three hang power snatches yeah. Yeah. from the same spot every single time. Yeah. Yeah. And all I care about is your feet being perfect by the end of the session yeah. Yeah. and some timing. Yeah. I'm not being like, now I'm going to teach them how to go below the knee. It's like, whoa, 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 like way too soon. Yeah, yeah. It's like, don't stress about it. Don't even stress about going in an overhead squat. Like just jump, catch. Yeah. Oh, look who we got. Big dog, come Hi. on over. Hi. It's very fancy. Hi, friends. Oh. Hello. I can hear you. Oh, yeah. you no, you may as well. We're only 42 minutes in. Yeah. No one's watching this far. Yeah. <laughs> We're just oh, talking awesome. shit. Look, look how cool it is. Yeah. I'm very Do the impressed. voice. Oh, he can't he hear, can't hear oh. anything. He's got like voice changes. Yeah, cool. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Future, uh, it's fun. Exploits. Yeah. Cool. Enjoy. I'll see you for training in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think we're pretty much done in about three or four more minutes. Cool. Um, so anyway, Felice lives upstairs. She literally lives there. She's got a kitchen and a bedroom and bathroom upstairs. <laughs> no. Um, but if you do need to um, suss out your body, go hit her up. We've got a little link on our website as well. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure she's up for a chat as well if anyone needs any help. Just yeah. quickly as well, like as someone who trains myself frequently, who has had injuries, has had to manage injuries, who doesn't want any more injuries. It, she's good to go and see for treatment just as a preventative. If you have something that feels a little bit tight or if you just need some needling or, you know, you just want like a general touch up, I would go and see her. I always recommend to everybody, like especially people that are doing CrossFit five, six days a week, that you should be getting some sort of massage, some sort of physio treatment, at least once a month 
so that you're staying on top of everything. Like use it as a preventative measure rather than for extenuating mm. circumstances. Be proactive, not reactive. It yes. does come from maturity as well. You kind of like, you listen to your body and you feel like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit tight or sore or whatever. It's yeah. like, don't keep riding that. Make, make Get on top of it early. Yeah. Um, or just, just take, be mindful. take note. Yeah. yeah. Um, like a niggle's way easier to get on top of really early rather than like two to four weeks down the track. Where like you've had you've this ongoing pain it, for... Like, worsen yeah, at this point. it's already like too inflamed, like, you know, you can't... It's not as a matter of like getting a massage and being like, I'm fine. <laughs> so has anyone gone on a holiday soon? Just you two. And Zed, baby. Yeah, we're leaving... I already went on mine. We're leaving on Thursday and we're gone for uh, eight days. Fun. I think... um. Kaz and Elisa coming as well, right? <laughs> Apparently. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, so we're going to be out of the gym for a week and a half, but um, just no... I'll still be here. Just no parties while, you're, while we're away, please. All of the parties. <laughs> um, <laughs> so snowboarding, pro tip, knee sleeves, game changer. My knees are fucking solid, Greg. I don't know if you've seen these legs. It's just the shoulder. Well, I'll be wearing a cute brace for that. These pins need nine mil knee sleeves yeah. when I'm uh, snowboarding. <laughs> Especially if you're going for like seven or eight hours straight. You just like, the knee sleeves are Are game we changer. going for seven oh, or eight hours? Like, don't we have children? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. But, but there will do. be children there. Also, seven or eight hours of snowboarding, I wouldn't have knees left. Well, no, you Actually, go, no, you do go for like a good six to eight hours. Like, you have a break and then you get some food in, then you have a beer, then you chill for a little bit then you go back out again it's like by that stage yeah okay okay okay. it's like a few you're maybe not snowboarding for that whole time so you know what i want to do on our last day of snowboarding is backflip oh look i'm probably not gonna try that but (laughs) sure please don't (laughs) yeah um you start at the top of the mountain with your drink and you have to try and keep it as full Oh, <laughs> for the bottom of the hill. Come on, Greg. I don't even Greg. think they will allow that. You don't do that. Pussy. <laughs> we, ha- we have actually a couple of times just take a six pack in our backpack and you like, you find this nice little area with some trees and you just like, you put have all your beer. drinks in the, in the snow yeah. and you just down them all, one each and then you go. But you're not going to snowboard and what? drink at the same time. No, the that's whole it's a, a game. The whole game is the game. The game is the game is to see how much don't you let can. It spill. Oh. Yeah. That's it's a game. So it's it's like how it's good like, are you? Take a cup of yeah. water and be like, how good are yeah. you? Can you get? It's down? like the egg and spoon. Race. Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay, but, but it's snowboarding. Beer in cup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do not suggest. Okay. Are you gonna go, Greg? Are you gonna go to the hot spa? Greg's not coming in on Santa, everyone. He thinks it's too girly. Oh, my God, it's not. I can't believe you wouldn't want to go. Well, when I'm going with one, two, three, four, five girls, it's going to be girly. Yeah, but your whole eight days is going to be girly. I feel like bringing my dog just so I'm not the only girl. (laughs) I thought you – do I count as a girl? You're just talking to me about having a beard. (laughs) It's well, fine, you're Liam. Though. You're Liam, right? Yeah. You're Liam Phillips. You wear a lot of purple. So. <laughs> it's true. Tarot card no, You guys are pretty cool, though. You yeah. and um, Anthea, like, and you're all, um, like, um, can treat you like. Pretty cool. Half, well, half, half and half. You know, like, yeah. got a good boy attitude, but you get at least still. boy attitude. You know? Oh <laughs> Tomboy, I think they call it. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what's a, what's a good sign-off? Um... See you later, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) That'll do. Peace. Bye. Bye.